turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 3, or 1 through 4, while I get ready here. And um, I want to start by asking this question here. The title of my message is uh, 2020 Vision. And I'll explain uh, what that means a little bit here. So how do we not grow weary and lose heart in 2020? And um, think about that. How can we not grow weary and lose heart in 2020. Um, who here has ever run, ran a race like a 5K or 10K or 3K race or even a marathon? I've only done fun runs, okay? <laughs> I've only done fun runs, but <clears throat> have you ever entered a race and you kind of just realized you were in over your head? and that you didn't train hard enough for this race. And um, when you're running it, you got tired. Your muscles start to ache, tense up. You're losing breath. You start losing your energy. And that happened to me uh, once before. But with every runner that we, we know ourselves, we know, we know how far this run is, right? It's only maybe a mile more, two miles more, five miles more. And that kind of gives us a little motivation to finish this race, doesn't it? Even though we're in pain, even though we're tired. But, um, but something happens as soon as you run, get far enough and you see that finish line, what happens? When you run and you're tired and you just can't make it, you see that finish line. And what usually happens is you just get a boost of energy. You get a boost of strength. You get a boost of motivation. And you just think, you begin to think, I can make it, huh? Once you see that finish line, whether it's a big one with the says finish on there or there's a line that goes across that says finish, it's usually big, so you can't miss it. And I've ran, uh, I've seen the fun runs and 5Ks at the old airport, and their finish lines are big, so you can see it. But when you're running and you see that line, it just, everything else kind of fades away, doesn't it? That pain, your tiredness, um, your, your, your aching muscles just kind of goes away, and you're just like, I can do it. But this verse kind of um, is written by the author of Hebrews in that sense that we need to run our, our Christian life like we're running a race and that we can see this finish line out there, right there. And it says to fix our eyes on this finish line, okay? So Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, uh, 12, 1 through 3, up, actually up to 4 says therefore since we are surrounded by so great 
a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted, it says. You know, um, in this, this race we call life, and the race of our Christian life, there are a lot of things that can distract us um, from our purpose. There's a lot of things that distract us from keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. It says, it says verses, verse 2 says, my translation says, looking to Jesus. But I, the better translation is fixing your eyes on Jesus. And there are many things in our life that can compete for our attention, our energy, and our focus, okay? Like right now, one of the, one of the competitors of this is the pandemic that's going on. You know, we get overwhelmed, we get, we get fearful, and sometimes that, that distracts us from our focus of, of, of Jesus. Or, or, or busyness, right? Some of us have an eight to five job. Some of us work 10, 12 hours a day and we're too busy for Jesus sometimes. We're too busy for God. Materialism, materialism can become idolatry. Materialism can distract us from, from looking and fixing our eyes on Jesus. Um, difficult cir circumstances, right? We can lose sometimes um, hard hardship and hard times in life can get us off track, can it? Uh, we as leaders, uh, the leadership here at the Duke City First Baptist Church, we met at the beginning of the year, okay, in January, and we decided on on a theme. On a, on a vision. We said, okay, we're gonna decide on a verse theme for the year. <laughs> so so happens we pick Hebrews 12, 1, or Hebrews 12, 2, fix our eyes on Jesus, <laughs> the author and perfecter of our faith. And we said that the mission for this year will be focusing on Jesus. That's keeping our eyes focused on Him. And what came along February and March? The pandemic, right? Man, did God just totally derail us, or maybe, maybe God tested us. And all of our plans that we made for the year just went down the drain. We were ready for 2020. We said, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna say this, we're gonna, all our teachings gonna be under this big umbrella of fixing our eyes on Jesus, but the pandemic happened. So difficult circumstances can challenge us, and even our sin can keep our eyes off of Jesus. It can entangle us. 
So I, I called this uh, sermon 2020 Vision, keeping our eyes on Jesus. So we need to we need to be able to do that daily to a point where there is nothing in the way and there is nothing obstructing our focus from the Lord. So look back at that verse there on verse 2. My translation says looking to Jesus. But I like that translation where it says fixing our eyes. That means concentrating your gaze, okay, in Hebrews 12, 1, 2. That means when you fix your eyes on something, on this object, it means to concentrate your gaze on this object. Where there is nothing else that matters, right? To be locked in. To see that object with complete clarity. So when I'm running that race, that 3K or fun run, whatever it is, and I get so tired, I, I want to keep my eyes on that finish line so I'll actually finish. And that my tiredness, my discouragement won't get the best of me. Let's, let's um, look at that part of the verse where it says that, um, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Another translation says, the sin which entangles us, right? How, how many of us here has ever been entangled in sin? So much to a point where you're stuck in it and you're overwhelmed by it. And maybe it's alcoholism, maybe it's drugs, maybe it's anger, unforgiveness. And whatever you did, whatever you did in humanly, humanly speaking, you just struggled so much and you just kept sinking in like quicksand. You know, sin is like that. We, we are powerless towards sin. And this verse says we can get entangled in it. And it says it's like a weight, right? It says, let us lay aside this weight. This sin is, is counterproductive when you're in a run, in a race, because it's heavy, it's burdensome. So the author of this Hebrews was very specific on his point, saying that we need to lay aside all of these sinful behaviors, motivations, and thoughts in order to run this race well. And I've indulged in sin a time or two in my life. And sin clouds my mind, it clouds my judgment, and it clouds my vision, my sight on Jesus. I don't know if you realize, if you know how that can happen, if you've experienced it. So that word says, lay aside every, in your translation, it might say weight or encumbrance, right, of sin. And way back in the Bible times, the Hebrew <clears throat> Levitical system, 
was very burdensome, right? Um, the priests, the leaders, the, the religious leaders back then were burdened with a lot of rules and laws. And even they even wore a lot of robes, heavy, heavy garments, just packed on them. Their robes were heavy and they just like kind of dragged that robe around. All for the sake of of, of a position fill and, and to trying to be holy. Keep them up with standard. But in the context of this verse, sin can feel that way. And it can entangle us and encumber us and slow us down. So I want to challenge us today as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus this year, as we have um, determined on our side, our leadership, I want to challenge you and encourage you to also do that. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. You know, my, there may be many things going on around us that can try to get our attention. Sin may try to get our attention. It's just gonna slow us down. We're going to get tired. We're going to grow weary. We're going to become discouraged. Um, <clears throat> fixing our eyes is a common teaching or concept in the Bible. You don't have to turn to these verses, but maybe write them down. Psalm 119, 6. Psalm 119.6. Then it says, I shall not be put to shame having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. Psalm 119.15 I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Psalm 141.8 My eyes are fixed on you, Sovereign Lord. 2 Corinthians 4.18 So we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen. Hebrews 12.1-2 let us run with perseverance, race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. So we've, we've kind of learned what that term means to fix our eyes or look upon Jesus. And when we do that, if we are able to do that, to keep our eyes locked on the Lord, we can find the remedy for discouragement, fear, and becoming tired in this world. Who here has been discouraged <laughs> lately? I've certainly been. Who here has become fearful lately? I have been. We're, we're, we're scared of each other, <laughs> right? Who here has become tired lately? Who here has become overwhelmed lately? You know, I'm sure every one of us here has said yes to each and every one of these words. This year, we have all the reason to be tired, discouraged, um, fearful, overwhelmed. But I have these three things here that 
we do these three things, I guarantee you're going to find yourself more encouraged, less fearful. You're going to have more energy spiritually, emotionally. Okay, number one. Focus on who God is here tonight and every day. His holiness, His goodness, His power, all His perfections. Focus on that. Learn about God. Read your word, the Bible. When we focus on God, we take the focus off of ourselves. Um, Psalm 46.10, who knows what that says? Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. That word, be, those two words, be still, actually means to surrender in the original language. It means to cease striving, cease your struggling with God. Stop fighting God in a way. It says, be still, sit still, and just acknowledge God. That's what this verse is saying. And, and, and put your faith in Him. So number one, focus on God and submit to God. That's how you can fix your eyes on Jesus. Number two, begin and end your day with the Lord. How do we do that? You know, as soon as I wake up, I, I might pray, okay? And as soon as, before I go to bed, I can pray. As soon as I wake up, I need to read the Bible, do morning devotion. When, when I go to bed before, I need to maybe do another devotion, read the Word again. Pray unceasingly and get into the Word. Get into God's Word so God's Word can get into you. So number two, begin and end your day with the Lord. So that's how we get to know God better. If, if you know your Bible, you're going to know Jesus, okay? If you know Jesus, you're going to know God. So that's another way we can find ourselves to be encouraged, less fearful, having more spiritual and emotional energy is if we're praying every day and if we're in His Word every day. <laughs> Number three, the last one. Know who you are in Christ. Okay? Um, this was a, 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 an awesome study that I did one time just to, to know my position in Christ. You know, when you got saved, when you all became a believer, every single one of us here, when we put our faith in Jesus Christ and God saved us, something supernatural and awesome ha happened. Something powerful had occurred. We may not have seen it, maybe we didn't feel it, but something happened when we were saved at that moment. Your position had become a position in Christ when you became saved. Did you know that 
all of us here who are believers in Christ, you are no longer subject to sin's power. Amen. We are no more, no more, no longer a slave to sin. You are also a new creation, meaning that the old man or old woman has passed away and a new has been born, right? You are redeemed in Christ, meaning that you were bought with a price, meaning you are valuable to someone. Jesus bought you with a price. As, as believers, you are given direct access to God now. You know, in the traditionalism, traditional beliefs, they have to go to, to who? Roadman, shaman, to get their blessing, to get their prayers, to get their ceremonies, to get their spiritual advice, to get their spiritual um, fix done. And the, a lot of times they had to pay for it, huh? The, the roadman or shaman or hand trembling. But when you're in Christ, you're given direct access to God for free. And we can come to God anytime. In Christ, you are justified as well. You are sanctified as well. You're set apart for God. In Christ, you have been baptized spiritually. In Christ, when you are in Christ, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Meaning that God, after you've been saved, God now says, you are mine. This one is mine. And nothing will ever snatch this person from his grasp. Isn't that awesome? When you... I, I challenge all of you to read the Bible and do a study on, on a position in Christ, who we are in Christ. And once the day you were saved, your position had changed. And all of these wonderful things happened instantly when you became a believer. We don't gradually get it. We don't go to one level to the next. We became partakers with Christ as soon as we became saved. So how do we not grow weary in 2020? Number one, focus on God, right? Like I mentioned. Number two, begin and end your day with the Lord through prayer and by his reading of his word. Number three, know your position in Christ. Do a study on that. And I've, I've done these things and man, have I just really been changed. And when I was a young man, I was a teenager, there was, I was so sensitive to a lot of things. Just a small word from another person will put me down. I had self-esteem that was like that. No self-esteem whatsoever. Um, I, had I had nothing going for me. But when I was saved, God had really um, changed me. And he, I, I had uh, given me courage, you know, given me 
um, and strength. And this 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 title, 2020 Vision, I want I wanted to just kind of give it this short sermon this evening to make it clear that I want to encourage you to keep your eyes set on Jesus, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus because he's the what of your faith. He's the author and finisher, right? He's the start and he's the end of our faith. Everything from the start and in the middle to the very end, that's Jesus Christ. And, and we, we really need to, to, to just keep our gaze, our focus and our attention day in and day out, no matter what happens. No matter this pandemic is coming on, maybe during the winter again, we might see a second wave. There might be more civil unrest, riots. Um, our, our, our government is going woohoo and going nuts. Um, there's an election coming in November and uh, there's all kinds of predictions on um, pastors and ministers and so-called prophets saying these are the end times. We don't know what's going to happen and times are very uncertain now but we have god's word and we have we have jesus christ so i wanted to challenge you and to read and do a study on this verses we've been surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses and these are the men of faith and that have gone before who are witnesses of all of these things happening let us lay aside every weight or encumbrances of sin that can slow us down so we can run with endurance the race that is set before us, the race of life, the race of Christian life. Keeping your eyes fixed, right, on Jesus, that object of faith, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostilities against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. So I wanna I wanted to bring this uh, short devotion or sermon to you this evening just to challenge you, but mostly to encourage us here tonight. And we may be dealing with um, we might be dealing with disease, we might be dealing with COVID-19. Um, we might be dealing with, uh, some of us may, may have uh, been laid off, um, you know, temporarily or permanently from work, or maybe we've lost a loved one. We are fearful, we are discouraged, we are down, we don't know what's going to happen. Our church, the way we're meeting now, and we don't know where our church is going to go, um, we don't know what's going to happen with our world, our government. There's fires going on in, in California. California is burning down. <laughs> California is burning down as we speak. And the sun is just like orange and some days it's red. Didn't the Bible say that? That the sun the, the, during the end time will be like blood red. I don't know. Take that or leave that. But... I, I believe the times are near. Who believes that? Who believes the time is near? Honk your horns. 
Amen. Stay in the faith, people. Keep your eyes set and, and fixed on, on, on the object of your faith, who is Jesus Christ. Stay in the Word every day. Um, grow continually through by, by reading of His Word, by staying in communication with God and praying daily. Um, know your position in Christ. So I wanted to challenge all of you today with that word. And um, I'll go ahead and close with a prayer here.